And now we continue. the brightness of the environment it stands out mm. it has this this glow to it but it's not just uh, it's not a, a white pure glow that you're necessarily familiar with with the radiant um, spells Harold it's mm. almost got like a sickly greenness to it um, and as it, it walks towards you, you notice, oh wait, this thing is actually it's 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 large, this mm-hmm. this thing. And it appears to be it's like easily ten feet tall. Um it's it's humanoid and uh Harold, because you have that telescope, mm. if you get a good look at it. Uh, I'm posting into the Facebook chat here. Oh, damn. Ooh. Glowy skeleton boy. Some kind of creature is walking towards you. I am going to take a wild stab here and say in Celestial, which to you lot will actually sound like, almost like a twinkling vibraphone. But to me sounds like language. And I'll say, although this may not work because of the moon, but I'll say... Uh, hello? Identify yourself. It doesn't seem to to react. Yeah. Um, it's walking towards you. Uh, it's about 90 feet away. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like very, it's bright and uh, from from 60 feet away as it continues to walk closer there's almost like some heat from it mm. uh, it's going to continue to walk closer unless one of you does something it continues to walk in closer guys what is that I have no idea can Potentius work out if she's read anything about it or seen anything about it in her travels in the books that she's read in different places give me an arcana check uh, and so will uh, Fatha. 16 plus 6. Nice. Um, <laughs> Fatha got an 18. That's an elemental. And uh, judging by how bright it is, it, some kind of fire or maybe even a radiant elemental. Mm-hmm. Does anyone vocalize this? Uh, before she says anything, does Potential know anything about them? It's my you've, no, you've never seen what this, is, what no, this no, no. thing is. No, no, no. I'm not talking about seen. I'm talking about red. So, because uh, again, mm. 
avid reader, so yeah. has okay, she so read you've... anything about that? Like, not even that mm. detailed-wise. Like, I'm happy to okay. roll something else if you want me to do that, but um, about elementals in general, not necessarily about this. Okay, so you know elementals are... Uh, they run the gambit from being very young creatures with very short lifespans to very old creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and their intelligence varies wildly. Um, some of them are just violent. Some of them are quite calm, peaceful creatures. They often don't like interlopers coming into their their environment. Um and as this thing gets closer, the this searing white heat that emanates from it, this this faceless, vaguely humanoid shape, um, you can feel these waves of heat starting to like come through, even though there's there's this tension bubble around you. Mm-hmm. And Yenrul says, Well, if as long as it's if it's undead, we're fine. The magic circle protects against undead. I mean, what? Does I don't think it's any? undead. What's your idea, Potentia? She's going to stand up because she's basically been sitting down in the corner. Is it, when I say in the corner, like away from everybody else, mm-hmm. um, in the on the edge of one of the circle, but probably as far away from the dark part as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's going to stand up and just go. Well, I've only read about them, but it could. Even I can feel how hot it is. My guess is something elemental of some description. Let's guess fire based on heat. Okay. Well, I can I can work with this potentially. Uh, and in primordial, I will say, we mean you no harm. We we came here by mistake. We're trying to get home. I am going to roll an insight check here. You see it like cock its head, uh, but it it it's faceless. It has no facial features, so you can't identify it if it understood you mm. or if it heard you based on the fact there is a vacuum between you yeah. and it or I'm oh, sorry not a vacuum it almost vacuum a very very pseudo vacuum yeah. th- uh, thin atmosphere um, and it continues to walk towards you um, perhaps unaware of your vulnerabilities to its very nature mm. but it, isn't this the spell that's around us protecting us from elements from the heat protecting you from heat yes all of you give me a constitution saving throw oh we know how well that went last time let's see if i can get better than a natural one 14 oh, 10 uh 13 how would a meredith and professor cakestone and yenrol and vathar um is this the exact opposite of what happened last time? Yep. <laughs> Everyone except Potentia gains five rad points. Mm-hmm. Five radiation points, which I'm keeping track of. And you are now all, all okay, vulnerable to radiation damage, to radiant damage. Okay. Unless you're immune to the poison condition. Well, not being a dwarf, I believe I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm immune to being frightened, but or advantage against frightened. But uh, this this elemental 
continues walking towards you. It is, unless you do something, going to get to the edge of your circle. Um, Potentia is going to whip out... Um, and flick an... Now, if my science logic works for this, Ben, then mm. this will make sense as to why it's Flick out an ice knife and flick it at them. Because an ice knife, by logic, is made of water. But if it is made of fire, her goal is to just, like, stop it. It, it doesn't matter how little damage this thing is going to take. It's about making it stop. And she's basically pulled something that's made of ice out of thin air and flicked it at it. Not trying to hit it, necessarily, but trying to, like... Aim at feet. Um, okay. No more chance. Because I don't think yeah. it's gonna like. By my logic, if it says hit or miss, the shards then explodes. That shard, if we're in this kind of environment, is gonna melt before it's gonna explode. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So you're just you're just chucking an ice knife. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does it make sense what I'm asking? What are you trying? To, what are you trying to achieve? Yeah, stop. So you're like you're threatening it, or you just want it to like react in a different a different way. Yes. Okay. Then then come at me. Then come, then come at me. Bro. Okay. Um, I don't think you have to roll to hit for this throw. You're just aiming kind of in front of it. Yeah, it's it's like what I'm trying to get it to do is stop. It's it's equivalent of firing an arrow at someone's feet. All right. Do you know um, what I mean? Actually, I, I I will make you roll to hit with disadvantage. You're not used to flinging something in one sixth gravity. Now I have to um, but, you ha- but you have to beat a five. So I'm hoping you can do it. With disadvantage. You have to beat a five. Plus, perf- what do I add to that brain? Come on, come on, brain. Plus six. So that three plus six is useful, given the other one was a nat 20. That sucks. But mm. <laughs> nat 20, okay. can't use it. Um, but it's like nat 20 to, to, to hit a square. But it was a three because it's a disadvantage. Yeah. So three plus six is is um yeah okay. So you hit the square in front of it. The ice knife melts before it gets a chance yeah. to explode, and this thing stops. And it looks at you curiously, trying to understand what your intention is. Do I feel poisoned? Um, the effects of it haven't really ticked into something you can recognize feel? yet. Okay. Um, but it like reaches out a hand towards you. This thing is large; it's ten feet tall. Um, so it will reach out and like get to just outside the the circle that you're in. And it does. It's like this isn't like an, a, an aggressive reach. This is like a um, like what is that? I want to touch it to see what it is. All right, I'm going to do something, Ben, and you can decide whether what effect this has. I'm going to turn into the... Um, I'm going to use a wild shape, and I'm going to turn into the constellation form of the archer. Okay. That causes it to, like, pull its hand back, mm-hmm. and it's looking at you with a level of, like... It's, like, really... 
it doesn't have eyes, so you can't mm. see what it's like. What it's saying, but you feel it's 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 perception looking at you. Mm. Uh, it steps forward and goes to touch you. Mm-hmm. Do you let it touch you? This isn't like it's not swinging in; it's just reaching out to touch you. Yes. Okay. It touches you. Um, you take eleven points of radiant damage, mm-hmm. and you also feel your your strength drain from your body slightly as you take one point of strength damage. Mm-hmm. And how do you react to this this pain and this this like draining of your strength? Uh, you also gain an additional um, five points of radiation, which means that uh, your your body experiences some aches. You like you can feel this like ah, this pain kind of through your body. Mm. Uh, I probably you know like step back. Okay. But I'll I'll probably say now that the the arm thing is is in there i'll probably say in primordial again i'll say we're not here to hurt you but your your presence is damaging us it like seeing you you flinch from its touch and withdraw from its touch it pulls its hand back and it it looks at you and looks at the group and it points at you harold Mm. and then away from the temple in the in the other direction it points that it points away mm-hmm. and then it points up at the stars mm-hmm. and then it points back to you okay what on? i will very carefully pull out my constellation blade my scimitar and just just show it to the thing like i'm not going to you know wield it i'm literally just going to sort of um like you know hold it across my body and sort of, you know, with like one blade flat in my palm, the other on the handle, just show it the blade. It takes a step back mm. away from you as you pull this blade out. Then it walks away slightly, picks up a rock, mm-hmm. and with two hands cracks it open. Mm-hmm. And you can see some of that that metallic ore, that sparkling ore. Mm-hmm. Then it takes one and hurls it into the sky. Yep. And then it takes the other one and drops it so that it hits the the ground and makes this. Mm-hmm. Meredith just kind of looks up at at Harold and then looks over at the elemental and is like, "What is going on?" It points at you again, Harold. Yep. And then points in that same direction. Uh, I I think this is a, I think this is a creature that obviously lives here in the sort of celestial realm, I suppose. Um, seems very insistent that perhaps we go in a certain place, but obviously I cannot, I can't leave, obviously. Um, yeah. I just wish I could talk to it. You know, I, I, a lot of elementals, they speak primordial, which I learnt uh, during my undergrad. Uh, but it's... Is this, it just, is this like the Latin equivalent? Yes. Well, it just doesn't seem to... The sound doesn't seem to escape the bubble for whatever reason. Probably the same reason that, uh, you know, stuff started blowing up like a balloon. Yeah, it's like the air on the moon does something weird to sound, right? They're just going to point at Harold and cast message into Harold's head and just say... 
there are other ways to communicate with things if you can write something down and tell me how to say it. Well, just um, just give me one second. That's a good idea. And I, I'll say out loud. Uh, look, everybody just step back from me for a second. And I'll point my sword towards where the thing was pointing. And I say, Stakadiaster. You say, Stakadiaster. Mm. Your sword ignites with that white flame. And nothing seems to happen. Mm. But then your hand begins to shake. Like the sword begins to shake Mm -hmm. like a compass needle Mm -hmm. begins to draw your arm up and up and the blade pointing upwards Mm -hmm. and there is a a blast of energy that emanates from your sword and just shoots off into space Mm -hmm. whoa Meredith is like shielding her eyes Mm. like you're like you you aren't Harold, you feel like you aren't in control of this sword at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you feel Harold, like you're just what are you doing? Just holding on, and um, okay, this elemental charges at you, mm-hmm. which is not going to be good for everybody at all. No one, no one's going to be happy about this mm-hmm. um, because it's going into the circle as it does this. Mm-hmm. You can't make the save to jump out of the way because unless you want to jump outside of the circle mm-hmm. hey folks ross here coming to you for this mid show message and as always i want to thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of dungeons and doctorates it does really mean the world to us here and the crew As always, thank you to everyone who gives us a shout out or mentions us on Twitter. It really helps grow the audience for the show. And if you give us shouts out on Twitter or just interact with us on Twitter, sometimes Ben will use your name for an NPC in this very podcast. So you could hear your name uh, here in the show as one of the characters. Don't forget that we are always keen for anyone who wants to give us a mid-show message. It can be read out by any of the characters or any of the crew that you like. Even some of our guests might be willing to do a message for you, and that's pretty fun. And, of course, the common room is always just on the horizon, so if you have any questions, please make sure that you head to dndoctorates.com and fill out the various forms for that. I don't want to hold you up too much. Let's get back to the show. You are all going to take... Oh, I rolled very very poorly. Well, Yay. for the creature. Mm. Uh, you take two points of radiant damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So while it's while it's in the... It's, it, well, it's, it's coming to, like, it's grabbing at your hand mm-hmm. and this blade. Um, so I'm going to... Harold, as well, you're going to take um, an additional two points of radiant damage. Mm-hmm. And... Ooh. Three points of strength damage. This That's right. Trying... I'm, I'm at strength of six now. Okay. Um, this thing is trying to like wrestle the sword from your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's inside the circle now. All right. I'll say this time in celestial, just because I don't know which one it speaks. It makes sense that it might be celestial. I will say, I I don't understand. We're we're trapped here. We're we're trying to leave, but we you don't we don't belong here, and we can't leave this spot. In primordial mm-hmm. it's it's like yelling no no 
Okay. I will say, I can stop this, but you, you're hurting my friends. I don't know if you mean to or not, but... Uh, give me a persuasion roll. Ooh, ten. Um, it, he's... Stop it! Stop it! All right, I'll say Skatadiasta again, and just, like, the blade... Uh, the blade... The flames stop, and the, the beam stops. Everybody is still in the area of effect of this creature. So everybody... Ooh. Takes three points of radiant damage mm-hmm. Meredith um, you now feel aches in your body mm-hmm. um, mechanically this means your speed is reduced by 10 feet okay and uh, your weapon attacks and damage have a negative one okay um, Harold this thing has been touching you mm-hmm. um, you suffer the poison condition as you feel nauseous okay that's fine so just like yeah to use my reaction I'll say look your your, your presence is hurting us I, I want to talk to you but we, we can't talk like this I want to know what you want it give me another persuasion roll 14 uh, realising the damage it's causing to all of you uh, as you're developing these like radiant burns basically um, it will let go of your your, your wrists mm-hmm. you're holding onto the sword and it will step away from the circle mm-hmm. uh, and it it's gesturing like it's talking mm-hmm. but you can't hear it during this like madness that's been going on can she mm-hmm. cast comprehend languages on herself yes yes you can do that and then she would like to message Harold and just be like I can understand it I can't speak the right language Harold I try and basically like give you the like the vocalizations of like you know what is it that you want mm-hmm. essentially in primordial then you're welcome to ask me to like because I if yeah. I can comprehend it I can understand it I can't speak it through comprehend languages but yeah so like, you will you will message it a you'll message it with like a poorly spoken version of what Harold said like you're not getting the intonation or the, the it's it's tone. not perfect but it, it's, it's not perfect but it's it's like it's like Kate speaking French at the moment it's it's there the grammar's a bit dog but like it's there it's it's you're speaking primordial with a terrible terrible accent yeah yeah <laughs> and it replies back I was curious what you are but now I am concerned Tensha's gonna turn to Harold and say Pure curiosity, although now concern. Tell it we mean no harm, but we are stuck here for a short while. You mean no harm, but you come bearing a weapon made from a destroyer. Harold, who made your weapon? I don't know. Oh, um, it's confused as to why we would come here with a weapon made by, I think it said a destroyer? Um, if we mean no harm while we are here. Tell him I have no knowledge of a destroyer. It will pick up a rock mm-hmm. and hurl it towards the ground, mm-hmm. making uh, a very small crater, and then it will point to what you thought was, like, what what your brain on the planet would assume to just be, like, a valley or something. And realizing the scale of what this is, it is an enormous crater. Mm-hmm. 
and then it, it just picks up a rock and, and cracks it and there's that, that sparkling metal dust. Yeah. Um, I think he means uh, like a space rock, you know, an asteroid, a meteorite. Do you know the rocks that come from space? Sure, but... And it's well, blaming... Well, he lives here, you know, those things, you know, by the time those rocks come to Earth, they're, they're, they're small, right, normally. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've heard ancient tales of, of large explosions, but normally it's small. Here, maybe they, they're not small. Maybe they're destructive forces. Can uh, Harold, how do you say that wasn't us, but the... But something from, I don't know, would it understand the word universe? I don't, I don't know what the, how to end that thought, but. Harold, are you still in your prior, in your celestial form as well? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Maintaining that. Um, uh, so this is, this is a, sort of a conversation happening between Harold and the primordial uh, fire potential. Mm. Well, no, because my, my question to Harold was, how do you say that wasn't us? This is that wasn't us that came from the universe like how do you say that yeah I'll, I'll say tell it the big rocks attack our planet too and point to whatever we call the earth I don't even know what the name of the mm-hmm. point down at the planet yeah okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I will do my I, I'll, I'll, I'll try complicated concepts meet for complicated words yeah. it will it will look around and like kick up a bunch of dust as it digs and then pick up a rock and then just crack it and it looks like a regular rock inside mm-hmm. and then it'll pick up a different rock and crack it and there's that black sparkly dust inside that this it matches your weapon mm-hmm. I know about rocks this was different and you're and you point at you Harold your people from there and the word he uses is temple Mm-hmm. Called called it, and he point and he's pointing not at the the goddess of life and death temple. He's pointing away. Mm-hmm. Is he pointing else. at the planet or is he pointing away? No, away? he's pointing away, like yeah. somewhere like over the horizon of this moon. Yep. Your people? Does he mean a human or a druid? Harold doesn't look like a human at the Harold moment. Like Harold's in his celestial oh, like right. spirit okay, form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps he's referring to celestial beings. I don't, I don't know how much you know about. So, the star druids—they, they, from what I can tell, they study the stars. But there are celestial beings who are sort of creatures of the universe, I suppose. Sometimes these beings are born of the gods and they do the bidding of the gods. But sometimes they are purely a product of the universe. And perhaps he's referring to them. Um, Tell him I am not one of them. I just harness some of the universe's power. Uh, his reply back is, whatever you are, I want you gone from this place. How long has it been? How long have we been here for now? Uh, you've been here for about four hours at this point. Mm. Okay. Well, then I suppose tell him um, we wish to leave. We just do not have the means to do so for another another day now i need to understand i need to think about how what this what this elemental considers day. a day mm. 
because I don't think it would care about the position of the planet in the sky, which would be like the the day. I think it would care about day-night cycle. Um, it will reply, I will walk, and when I return here, when the darkness has left, you must be gone too. And it, it turns to walk away. Mm-hmm. Is that enough time? I mean, I look at Kegstone and... Um I keep uh, thinking we, of Yennefer. Yen, yen, yenrel. <laughs> yenrel. <laughs> uh, well, if he means how long it takes for the light to return here once the, the dark side of the moon, like the, the shadow of the moon rolls across, that's like, you know, it's 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 roughly 14 days or so for, for our time. Mm. Um, does he, does it walk its entire existence staying in the light? Is that what it's saying? Uh, but this this creature is now sixty feet away mm. and, and traveling and just walking away. Oh, well done! That was that looked really dicey for a while there. I think I maybe initially made an assumption about this creature's origins, and uh, I, I think it may be native to this place. Uh, I, I must admit, I I've never heard of a uh, you know like a radiant elemental before you know the, the, the sort of classic you know there were the, the earth uh, wind water fire um and uh vathar speaks up well the this place is bathed in radiant light from the stuff from the sun so it would make sense that something like that would live here yes i suppose it is you know elementals they they typically show up where the elemental energy uh, that they're based from is strong um you know that's why for instance say like you know near volcanoes there are t- there tend to be fire elementals and uh, mm. the ocean there's a lot of you know water and that kind of thing uh, the elvet mopolysis said similarly that there were water elementals that had been seen around the place. well i guess we we only have it's only oh it's I mean, it's hard to keep track of time without the movement of the sun in position, but we've been here maybe four, five hours. The, this thing will recharge eventually, and I mean, I if that's the kind of creature that exists here on the light side, I don't want to consider what's on the dark side, the shadow side. Yeah, let's hope we can get out of there, out of here before we have to face that. I mean, what kind of creature could live in pitch black darkness its entire life? Uh, well, the, the aberrant kind. Uh. And I mean, there are there are ghosts over there as well. And and you see Yenrol like look at the east horizon, mm. where the, the the shadow side is. Then just just kind of look at Harold and just be like. Are you okay? You were the closest to it for the longest. Um, I'll be honest, I, I don't feel so good. Um, I actually, and after that reminder, I'm going to, um, now the creature's gone, I'm going to look into my orb and the, uh, the constellation of the snake appears. And, um, as I concentrate on it, a protection from, I cast protection from poison on myself. I'm no longer poisoned. Um, yes, and because of where you are, I'm just going to remove all your radiation points from you. Yep. Huzzah! Uh, and I'll... I mean, presumably we're going to take a short rest. I think that the physical damage will 
Given our proximity to this temple and what we've already seen, I, I think with a bit of a rest, I should be okay. Well, if you're not, I'm sure I can help. Yes. <laughs> Between the two of us, we'll be fine. Okay, so that was a six. Which we'll say is an eight, right? Because it's... Yeah, it just it just maximizes. Right. You know... Yeah, I'm back up at full health as well. It's interesting. Once I, um, once I turned into that celestial form, he was very agitated. Yeah. And um, he was pointing in a very specific direction as if, as if perhaps uh, there are celestial people living here on the moon also. Interesting. I was. Uh, this is this is Vatha. Well, potentially you you translated. I guess you didn't say, but you translated for it that yeah, there's something a temple that way, right? Yes, that's what it said. I don't. There's a limit to how much I can understand a divine from something like that. But it, I've been thinking these past couple hours. This is Vatha again. I've been thinking these past couple hours. I have potentially a very dumb idea that might allow us to travel so i he reaches into his bag i have a number of scrolls which i was planning on transcribing into my spellbook at some point i haven't quite gotten around to it yet but i have i have the spell water breathing mm-hmm. which is only i mentioned only because i have a wand of shape water oh i see what you're saying i also can make people uh, breathe water. And if we were to... Yes, I can also do that. And if we were to stay within the water, potentially we would be able to breathe, but also we wouldn't yeah. have the oppressive atmosphere uh, damaging but us. But how, how do we keep the water all together, though? That's the, the shape water wand I have has right. seven charges, which gives me seven hours of being able to control five... A five five foot cube of water, and we've got three barrels here. That's not quite the full five foot cube, but enough to 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 cover a couple people in water. Vathar thinks that you could use this shape water and water breathing in combination to travel. Kate here. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. If you're enjoying the show, why not recommend the podcast to a friend? It really helps us to grow our audience. It's bonkers to me that it's not just our friends listening to us anymore. If you have questions for our cast about the show or a submission for a mid-show message, head on over to dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. You can also help support the show by checking out our merch over there or specifically at merch.dndoctorates.com. And for now, back to the action.